episode 19. This is the podcast, Rewritten Pages with your host, Anne. Everyone has a story to tell, and in this story, I tell her how I want to. So let's start from the beginning, and it was written. Can you keep a secret? Let's start with some quotes from the internet. Y'all ever get to a point where you can't even tell your closest friends what's going on in your life? I became so private in my life. I used to tell my friends everything. Now I don't tell anyone shit. And if you ask me, I'm always good. Secrets don't make friends? All right, but secrets keep friends. And this premise only exists if there is trust, right? I have to be able to trust you, or in other words, be able to believe you. Trust is merely a notion based only on the evidence of past occurrences that are used to assess the probability of a given outcome. So in fact, trust, in actuality, is based on chance. It can never be for sure 100% certain. Probability is based on the idea of evaluating the percentage of possible outcomes based on present data. That being said, probability is not predictable. You can guess what might happen, but you can never be certain. And with real-world applications, this notion also exists in the stock market with the infamous disclaimer that past performances does not guarantee future results. So, are you a man of your word? Can you keep a secret? I can't be 100% certain. Or sure, but I'll take your word for it. This is why I believe trust is so important in any type of relationship because it forces each party to take accountability or responsibility. For trust, it's only just an idea that we try to justify internally with numbers so that it sounds concrete. Yet instead, it's only really contingent on promises, a type of contractual agreement that both parties agree to uphold, a mutual understanding that is 50-50, a give and take. One party relinquishes control, while the other takes control. And this happens vice versa. But again, not certain. It is just a chance for each party acts independently from the other. For example, I don't know what you're going to do next, and you don't know what I'm going to do next. And when it's good, it's good, right? Just between us. It's an inside thing. You won't get it. But when it's bad, it's bad. Because once that trust is broken, it's gone. Trust is based on a belief system, so when the system fails, it can be hard to repair. If trust is just a game of chances, then the probability of a good outcome has already been decreased. And naturally, as humans, our first inclination is survival, right? So there's only about a few chances we're willing to risk. So automatically, The ratios just aren't looking good. And you can say, well, it only happened one time. You have to repeat the frequency of the event 
to be accurate enough to make a conclusion. What you're really hoping for is any possibility that the ratio will increase. For you, it's better to say it only happened 3 out of 12 times than 1 out of 3. So no, that would be dumb. Fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, can't get fooled again. There's an old saying in Tennessee, I know it's in Texas, probably in Tennessee, that says, fool me once, shame on, shame on you. It fooled me, we can't get fooled again. And it doesn't change the fact that I still won't be able to be 100% right. I will never be able to predict exactly for certain what will happen next. I could only guess. And that is why loose lips sink chips. Because now we're all drowning. And if you ever honestly had this problem before, for many of us, this is why trust issues exist. It could possibly be a trauma response that many of us use without realizing that it's a defense mechanism. But the key part is understanding. It's important to know the difference between secrecy and privacy. Secret, used as a noun, is defined by the Oxford languages as something that is kept or meant to be kept unknown or unseen by others. Privacy, used as a noun, is defined by the Oxford languages as the state or condition of being free from being observed or disturbed by other people. And now, take a moment and just ask yourself, why do you have all these secrets? What are you hiding? And can you honestly be true to yourself if you're living this double life? Actions come from intentions, right? So if the intent in and of itself is bad, then is it truly good? There in itself lies the danger of secrets. Also, too much of anything is never really good. So just understand the difference in what constitutes a healthy balance because we're all different. So that number can vary widely from person to person. And this self-awareness allows you to recognize and understand the importance of separating self from the world. Because at the same time, you have to protect your energy. And this is why privacy plays an important role. Check out our previous episode of the podcast titled Defining Who You Are, Saints and Sinners. In this regard, I would definitely advise keeping your self-improvement journey private because it guarantees you control of the narrative. Now, the next step in the journey will be a lot easier to predict. And since there wasn't any transfer of power, you can control the outcome. So learn to trust yourself first because you ain't feeling that way for no reason.